When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, we are hitting uh, Thursday here down at the Minnesota State Fair, hanging out with Lori and Julia. Great crowd today out here. Thank you to everybody who came out to watch us, everybody who's listening in their car. And it is a very nice and breezy day down here at the State really Fair, is. right? We're like yeah, in a, we're we're like your in a dust jacket today. <laughs> That's right. Okay, it's, things it's are perfect. blowing. It's kind of nice, though, oh, to have the breeze and everything. Yeah, it's really... it's. I took one look at my girlfriend who's going with me to Duran Duran, and she had on shorts and a tank top, and I said... Oh, no, you don't. We <laughs> dress for nighttime when we're going to a concert. Oh, God, you have so many rules. Not you have rules, to like but I 10 want my 20 songs. I want my friend to be comfortable in jeans. You and don't want to freeze. You don't want to freeze. It gets chilly here when the sun goes down. It does. So it does. Concert Connie has her fifth show tonight. And Concert uh, Connie Square, a.k.a. Grant, he was at the Young Gravy show last night. Well, let's wait to hear from him because the reviews were something. We're trying to, we're having a little technical Technical, but I got to so read you some things oh. from Chris Schneider. what he had to say about Young okay. Gravy. First of all, 9,237 people were there. I was kind of shocked that that many people. Well, he only has one song. I feel well, like the people two. that were there were kind of shocked, too. Well, you know what they were shocked about? It was a 50-minute show. According to Grant, that's a light show. That means the fireworks probably went off at 9.30 last night very early. And um, he's from Rochester, Minnesota. We all know that. Well, people don't know that. And Chris Schneider called him Mr. Gravy in the review, which... I feel like was a kind of a funny little slam, but one the headline of, was the best though about the silly. He, he's all fluff at the fair grandstand, but one of the gals that works here selling merch at our my talk booth at the fair, she went and she said we just drooled for the fifty minutes. We didn't even really care about the songs. They just like looking at Young Gravy. Okay, Grant, now give us concert Grant Connie went. Squared. I you went. went. <laughs> Connie Squared. Yes, I would agree. It was a ve- very visual. A lot of production, yeah, very visual, a lot of production, and the females were definitely enjoying his presence. Lots of bras being thrown up really? on stage. Really? I not believe how Tom bras Jones. I saw. Yeah. I mean, that was a it, lot. It was, it was, it was quite, quite the spectacle. Does in that he sense. ask for bras? Not really, okay. no. He just kind of, he does have a swagger about him. I agree. And that did come out on stage, but that's about it. That was it, Lori. Seriously. <laughs> that was about it. it was, um, Schneider said that, you He know, said if someone was walking by the grand stand last night they might have mistaken the show for the cool 108 oldies night at the grandstand because he sampled sampled everything mr sandman Mm -hmm. and made it into a song called mr clean i find mr sandman one of the most annoying songs ever (laughs) ever played 
And then he used Baby Come Back, which is a good song Baby for a song back. named Cheryl. So he just sort of raps over old songs, or yeah, is that what he does? Yeah, he samples the music and then puts... It's not for the entire thing, so usually it's the hook or the, the refrain. The okay. You'll hear something that's familiar like that, like, Baby Come Back, and then he'll bring it into his own beat. But the songs were... Honestly, the two that I did know, he didn't even finish. It was kind of weird. Not he, even Betty? No, at he, the end. No, he did not finish. And and it was. I mean, I think we were out of there by like nine thirty. Maybe that is very early for a twenty-seven-year-old rapper. And he had the mom come up on the stage, and they were doing. Can you tell everybody the water bottle thing? The well, which the well, there she's shaking a water oh, bottle, and, and here's kind of the gist of it. He spent so much time setting everything up. Yes. And then when it actually the song happened, you're like. Yeah. Is that all it is? It was, yeah, he did a lot of, you know, kind of how we don't want it. We want to hear them perform and not tell about like the Like my boys to men did too much talking yeah. and not enough singing. But not only did they do too much talking, the production side of it, they would set it up as if you think you're going to see this grand old, oh, like, okay, this is going to be huge. Yeah. And it was just a complete letdown. They all gave right. out Lunchables, Lori. They did. I think what? that's the bottom. Yeah. That's the bottom line. They gave yeah. out Lunchables. They did. All right. And the water bottle thing was kind of a reference that, Oh, never mind. Yeah, yeah. You, you, there were some actions sports. in it that you don't really want yeah. to talk about too much on the radio. Everyone here seems to be over the <laughs> age of 21. Or whatever. Think of a shake weight. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah. You remember oh, those? for God's sakes. <laughs> well, how much did you pay for that ticket? Only 29 Oh, well, there you go. Right so yeah. you got $29 worth of entertainment. Yeah, and I would say it was about 29 minutes worth of entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he... It was cool because he did have a Minnesota. He had the Timberwolves jersey on. He brought, you know, the idea that he's from Minnesota. Yeah, it's that fun. was fun. You know, for him, I'm sure he was just living it up, being at the state fair, like you know, I get to do here. I mean, nine thousand two hundred people. That's a lot. The grandstand holds thirteen five for a sold out show. So, how many people do you think stayed? Oh, well, for twenty nine dollars, Lori. That's what was, I mean. Yeah, yeah. They, the tickets Ava were very affordable, and I think everybody, for the most part, stayed till the end because they did not expect it to end as soon as it. <laughs> yeah, the right. people were like, "All right, we're, this is the youngest person on the grandstand at the at the fair for the most part." It is, and we're ending at nine thirty. Yeah, yeah. And you can go till ten fifteen, but and that's with about. No, you can go to ten forty five because yeah, Brandy, Brandy Carlisle it. did yeah. it. Ten forty five is the absolute latest the fireworks have to go. So. Yes, I'm glad to say that I saw him once. I will probably never see him again. I'm so glad. He needs we to. Didn't go. He needs. I love his shtick right now. It, yeah. it works great. You know, he's got some swagger. He's got the. He's tall. He's got great outfits. But he needs to come up with some new content. He if needs he wants to rock keep. of love. He needs yeah. to star in the reboot and then get some producers interested in. Get some, you know, cougar ladies on that show and. You know, it would. That's what that guy needs. I Absolutely. Think. You know, but I'm not managing him. Okay, I was him. close there last night. I was close. I went into the grandstand. Oh yeah, Julia went out last night. Well, well out. she goes out till eight fifteen. I took the eight to fifteen <laughs> shuttle. Listen, it's a long day. It's going and out. Tennis is going on at home. Okay, so I was my son and my godson and his fiance came out. We went around and around and around. But in the grandstand, Leslie Miller was on yesterday talking about the PB and J wine wine. Drink at the hideaway. At the hideaway. Oh, did you have it? Yes. You went up there. Yes. It was so good. Is it on the second floor? It's of the on grandstand? the second floor. When you walk up, you know the thing on the outside that you just walk up the ramp. Yeah. The cement ramp from outside. 
and you go right in and you are Adam Terman, who was on our show yesterday, the Minnesota State Fair art guy. Yeah. It's right there and then it's right to your and left. And is it a little hideaway lounge? Haven't you ever been there? I, I've never gone. I'm always too lazy to walk up the stairs. It's a Good bar. Word. It's a yeah, bar I know, I know. with drinks. Yeah. And they might have small poop. You know, apps or something. Yeah, I was going to say poo poos, but poo poos works. It's a it's the Hawaiian word. Yeah, Um, but it was really good. It was. It had an aftertaste finish of peanut butter. Oh, yum! It's a sweet drink. It was. I really liked it. And then we tried the Gao Pao. What's that? The the Union Kitchens. Oh, the puff. Oh yes. Puffy things. I think I. I'm sure I'm not saying it right. Yeah. Bao buns. Yes. 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 Loved. Those were really good. What else did we try? Did you have a holy hamwich? No. no, we already had that the other day. All right, I um, didn't know. No, we were just, it was really a fun night. Yeah. It was so fun. Did your kids stay out later than you? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. That's a given. It is kind of shocking, though. The fair closes at 11 now. I don't know if people I think that's good. Okay. realize that, but when Brandy Carlisle got out, you know, and the fireworks, 1045, so it was like 5 to 11, and... People want to eat after the concert, and right. like you can get the French fry. A lot of booths are closed, yeah. so yep. you know you got to remember that that eat it's up. a closing. Yeah, eat up yes. before you get into those shows, and maybe grab something. And they have new concessions in the grandstands. A better, uh, I would say, a better arrangement. They than have that an before. excellent charbroiled burger in the concession area in the grandstand. It's a pretty darn good burger, and they griddled the bun. Oh, there you go. So, there you, you go. know, it's I not bad. It. So if you are starving, there is there is stuff there in there. Is but, stuff. yeah, things are shutting down um, an hour earlier. So that was, it was just a surprise for the brandy crowd. Oh, you yeah. forgot. You forget. We were looking French for some greasy work, stuff though. to French eat. Fries French fries work. Mm-hmm. Yep. The pizza wagon was open. Oh, gosh. You know. Here we go. Listen, a $3 slice at the pizza, you know, for a piece of pizza out here a is deal. a deal. That's a big it deal. It is. All right, we're going right. to take a quick break. This is Lori and Julia on MyTech. We are live at the Minnesota State Fair. We want to give a shout-out to our sponsors, Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. We're going to be visiting with them later in our show today. And um, also, Hammernix, they're sponsoring our show while we're out here. Thank you so much. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. Lori and Julia here for Minneapolis Anti-Aging Clinic. So one of the things that is funny when we're out here, Julia and I are like part-time dermatologist consultants. People come up to us and say, do you think Botox would help that? What what could I do like right here around my mouth? My favorite is someone told me yesterday what to do. Oh, they did. Okay, you got (laughs) to love that. That was hysterical. And I'm like, I don't know. There's all these new things that are out there, but go to Minneapolis Anti-Aging Skin Care Clinic. It's the skincare clinic that we worked with for a couple of years yeah, before affiliated with minneapolis plastic, plastic surgery, surgery yeah. they have two locations maple grove maple and grove. golden valley yes they do and it's keyword anti-aging and their philosophy is really great if it doesn't work they're not going to sell it to you they want you to be a repeat customer all new customers get fifty dollars off a hundred dollar whatever it is um a hundred dollar what would we call it Whatever Session? service. Thank you. A service. I couldn't come up with the right word. All right. Minneapolis anti-aging. Anti-aging at my talk. Thanks for hanging out with us today. I can't believe it's already, like, our last day is tomorrow. Oh, Julia, I'm sad. Fast. It's bittersweet. It kind of went fast. It really, really fast. did. That's it did. so much fun this year. Oh, yeah. Literally. It's been really fun. I just, I have one other shout out. Because, oh, do it. Um. If you have celiac disease or if you're going gluten-free, there is um, a trailer, a food trailer, a food yes, truck. Yes, I've heard Auntie about that. Auntie M's. Yeah. And it's right 
where we come in off of um, Como Avenue, where all the buses drop people off, and the kids' new kids area is over there yeah. by the Animal Barn. But they, a friend of mine went and had their cheese curds, had a corn dog, and she was like so excited to eat food out here in the funnel cake. She says, taste is phenomenal. That's okay. cool. Yeah. So if people are gluten-free, we've got a place. Who knew? Well, yeah. And, and the guy that um, started it, his wife is in the mini... Di- Families in the mini donut business out here. So they knew. So, yeah. smart go try to and get then in. he had to change his eating. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, wow. I just thought that was kind of good. That's a smart decision. Okay, I think this story is hysterical. It is. Anderson Cooper. Yes, Anderson, Anderson Cooper. Cooper. You know who he is, I hope. Yeah, CNN, CNN Andy Cohen's Andy Co- BFF yes. or whatever. And so Anderson Cooper, he was doing an interview with something and Back in 2015, when Madonna was promoting her Madam X album, wearing the eye patch and driving flamenco dancing with Maluma. I mean, we were like, she was really feeling, feeling it. Feeling it. She would was doing shows. She didn't do that many Madam X shows, but she did play Barclays Center in Brooklyn, and she called Anderson Cooper, probably. You know, it was a setup thing yes, ahead come of time. Up on the stage. Okay, but f- she had him come out on the stage eating a banana, which is just like so, like, I don't know, it feels like very eighth grade. She handed him a banana when she Yeah, came she out. handed him a banana and had him peel it and eat it on stage. And he, <laughs> I know, just every, you know, Hollywood actors put in their, um, many of them put in their writers that they will not eat. Food in public. Uh, well, no, in a scene for the movie. They uh-huh. don't want any scenes where they're eating. That's a thing, if you didn't know Especially that. Especially a banana. Well, a banana can a be a langorous type of eating oh, thing. Sure. It can be a gobbling thing. There's many gobbling, ways to eat, a, eat a, a banana. banana. I guess, yeah, you could eat a banana seductively, but it's so mushy. It would be very disappointing. So anyway, I digress. <laughs> and then he just, I digress. And then he, so he was dancing, you know. She had him dance. and Eat she the was, banana, and suddenly. Suddenly, Madonna basically bent him over, over and spanked and started him spanking him and humping him uh-huh and um you and bent me over you slapped me you did something else to me and then you hand you handed me a banana so the banana was after, after. this it all started because he came up from an elevator on the stage oh boy uh, so he was part he was part, he was of, part it, of it but he didn't know he didn't any know of that. any of this and the song is unapologetic bitch yes and you know her whole thing was looking like a S&M character with the patch and the dominatrix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like a flamenco dominatrix was her whole, a pirate flamenco because she had the eye patch. You were going crazy that she wouldn't take the eye patch Only because I'm thinking of the sweatiness of the one eye. The boyfriend when she takes the eye patch off and there's no makeup on it and she looks like kind of a cyclops. It's it's not a good look. It's All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Dean hosted the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Not a good look when you take off your eye patch and you've got eye makeup on one eye. I know because not too long ago, I was at the Gay 90 sitting next to a lady who had full-on eyelashes and big eye makeup on one eye, and the other one, she had scrubbed it off and taken the eyelash, eyelash off, and she looked like a, Jake, a, a cyclops oh, eye. Oh, I thought you were going to say, All I saw was the eye. On, and then she happened to have an eye patch in her bag. And no, said, but... I'll use this tonight. <laughs> it was very disturbing. So I was mostly disturbed for that reason for Madonna. I thought, what does she do for the boyfriend when she gets back to the little <laughs> oh room? Oh, my gosh. And she shimmies and shakes, and she's all wound up because she's been performing, and then she's got the damn eye patch on. Leather, no doubt. Sweaty eye. <laughs> Sweaty eye. I totally remember this differently, but okay. Well, yeah, wow. no, but that was one of the things that bothered me if I really let myself think about how much I did not appreciate Madam X's look. I wanted a different look. Well, and, and, and Anderson Cooper didn't appreciate it, like... Six months later. Being humped on stage. No, no. She went on. She was on, like, maybe Watch What Happens Live or was. a radio show or something. Yeah. And she said, what a terrible, terrible dance. She kind of ragged on him for being a bad dancer. Not everyone knows how to dance after they've or been spanked and humped. Being humped. Okay, this is not he everyone. Said, I was humped on stage in front of everyone, and I had yeah. to go back into the newsroom the next yeah. day. Okay, clarify. Some people get Mortified. fired up after that kind of a thing on Public stage. But most people are going to feel slightly, you know, shy. At, I would say I'm trying so. To think of, who, you know, would, who would get fired up in front of all those people at well, us? someone who likes to be watched, Julia. Oh, oh, oh okay. okay. Stop I'm just okay. saying. Stop. Okay. I mean, you know, I've jumped up on stage to be a go-go dancer. Why? Because I want people to watch me dance. I don't mind it at all. And, you know, I can keep it to the rhythm, so that's always helpful. Well, that There's helpful. no Elaine getting no up rhythm. there and swinging my hips out of time. No. All right. Do you, do you like that John Mellencamp has a new girlfriend? I like what John Mellencamp said about his new girlfriend, okay. which is really... So, John, who's really and truly, if, if any guys out there think you're crabby, no. Are you John Mellencamp crabby? you got to ask it's yourself that. It's a new level. It it's is a new, new level. level. He's just grouchy about everything. Plus, he needs to smoke every two minutes, which right? is really Can you imagine? Quite, a, quite a bit of nicotine you need to keep flowing. Can you imagine? And he gets crabby if he doesn't have one every two minutes. So he's 71, and he is dating. Lori, you know what? We have to hold this oh, no. for just a second. What's going on? It's time to wrap it up. Oh, all right. I just heard the music in my ears. I can't, I can't hear a thing. It's windy out here. The laughter <laughs> is so loud. Out here in the audience, we can't hear a thing. <laughs> if anyone wants to come up on stage and perform, um, we're going to take a quick break. This is Lori and Julia with Grant. We're at the Minnesota State Fair. Hey, everybody. Lori and Julia here for Hammernix Flooring Solutions, and they are right over here in the Home Improvement Building with a light sampling of what you're going to see in the flooring superstores. And um, 
You know, here's the deal. Other flooring stores offer free installation and labor, which is hysterical because somehow they build it into your cost. But at Hammernecks, don't worry about it. They have honest upfront pricing. Every time, no gimmick, no false promises. Their flooring experts are at all locations, but the new location in Hudson, is pe people are really excited about well, having a location happy. over yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. They love it. And, you know, you get the 20% off coupon um, at, of all in-stock flooring right now if you go to the, the home, home Improvement, improvement Building, building yes. here at the State Fair. Yeah, it's so worth it just picking picking up that coupon because it's oh, got a yeah. long expiration date on it. Oh, yeah. We've got, yes. All right. That's Hammernix. Hammernix.com for more information. Oh, my gosh. You guys know the secret way to our 330 heart. Those Amish donuts. Oh, yeah. Mm -mm. I thought we'd... Okay. I haven't had a hot one yet, so... Right over there, the yeah. Amish Donuts. If you haven't had a chance to live, oh stay here and with us, but when the show's over, we, you know. We don't have a clause where we can't eat on the radio, Take so my, we're not like. Oh, my, oh gosh. my gosh. Okay. Yep. What to eat at the fair? The Amish Donuts. Oh. Yeah, it's like a, a crispy, it's a crispy cream on steroids. Oh. Yeah. I think it tastes good because we're not working also, and we're out here at the fair. And we have zero responsibilities. Well, Julia and I. What are you talking we about? Have we have a few today. <laughs> well, I know. I mean, I I'm fast forwarding ahead, but this is a pretty fun job, as you guys know, if you listen to us on the regular. Yes. All right, okay, so back to John, John Mellencamp. So he has a new girlfriend. So he's got a new girlfriend, and he was on with Bill Mars, has some kind of a show. And during the interview, uh, he revealed that Bill asked him, you know, do you have a new girlfriend? You know, Meg dumped you and you said you're the crappiest boyfriend because you're a crabby <laughs> man. And he, you know, said, I am. I'm a really crabby man. And then he had a fling with somebody. I can't remember who, but he said, uh, Bill or Mellencamp told Bill Maher, he said, I unexpectedly met a woman seven months ago and she's not left my side since. And Bill goes, tell me more. And he says, she's a beautiful 57-year-old woman, Mellencamp 71, who just walked into my apartment in New York unexpectedly. What she, was she, the cleaning lady? She Why was she with a, in? Well, let me finish uh, John's story. All right. She was with a couple of friends. She walked in. She didn't know I was going to be home. I didn't know she was there. And we met each other. I mean, that is a pretty good, meet, cute story. So you got to admit. She was meeting friends at his place. She went with two of his. You know, one of the things that Krabby Man does is give you not a lot of details. Well, you know, I, they I'm leave trying, a lot of yeah. questions. You know what I mean? Yes. And Bill Maher's kind of crabby, so he's not probing. And he. <laughs> I mean, how does this happen? Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe the friends. Maybe John's got a. Let me envision some really beautiful deck that he invites good friends. Be up on my rooftop. You can smoke as much as you want. There's no paparazzi. I got a full bar. I have no rules. And I've got a button you can press, and someone will bring you up hors d'oeuvres. But here's the code. So, you know, something like that. John thought he would be doing something else in Soho. So he was there, and then he tells Bill Maher, we're so well-suited. She's never gotten angry with me, and she hasn't left my side since we met that day. So wow. that means they kissed and made out within 24 hours of meeting, and they're basically having they're great sex. 
and he said it's so hard to believe she has a really high threshold for tolerance because again he's a self-admitted real crabby man he is i love that story yeah good for him he's been married three times she apparently uh her 81 year old husband so she likes him older <laughs> uh he died a couple years ago and left her uh a lot of money. Yeah, maybe a hundred million dollars. He started some. I I could look on. I could look down on this sheet and read it, but I don't want to. And uh, but his name was Stanley Turk, and he was eighty-one. And he, so John knows she's not after me for my money. He knows oh, 100%, that. Oh, one hundred percent, right? And she's got more money actually than he does, maybe. That's, maybe that, that's kind of fun so okay. anyway and they uh there's a photo of them out on the street in new york and they're already doing that couple thing where they dress alike oh. they both have white tanks on and the same sunglasses okay you know i so told fun. casey if we ever start to look alike i don't know oh, no. we're in trouble before i, I judge so. I, yeah yeah don't don't don't, don't be dressing alike. yeah but i'm i mean sometimes couples start to resemble each other like they look like dogs well, they look like each other. They look yes. like each other. Yes. yes. You know. Yes. And, yes. But anyway, so they look cute, and they he he's hugging her with a cigarette in his hand. So again, a, a high tolerance woman, because not a lot of people. Does she have a cigarette? No, but I not could, a lot of people could, tol tolerate a hug with long hair and flammable and, cotton and, their and a cigarette like and you so have to be close on the streets of new york because uh, people are jostling by i would be afraid my hair would go up in flames i couldn't handle the smell yeah because so, it sticks to hair well that's what the high tolerance is yeah. for that's what the hollywood speak is she is a high tolerance, tolerance for smoke for his mood and the need to pound nails as they say in the old days pounding nails pounding is the that nails. smoking oh yeah Pounding the nail, that person, you know. Have you ever heard that phrase? No, I guess I haven't. I mean, John Mellencamp, he loves smoking so much. Uh, he smokes on stage wherever he plays. I he saw him at go, the Orpheum. Right. In where, where March. it's not allowed, it doesn't matter. He just, but you know what? He went to the back of the stage to puff, puff. That's it. Usually, like, there's a lot of uh, where. And he was incredibly tiny. I thought, if smoking is shrinking you, John Mellencamp, <laughs> they say it does. Something to your bones. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He is shrinking in front of our very eyes now yeah. at the age of 71. But, you know, people will shrink. People if, will. if you don't know that, yeah, people, it's true. Well, <laughs> so, someone came up to me when we were just taking pictures before the show and said, You've grown. Oh, really? And, and he showed me how high I was on his chest last year. Oh, my God. And he says, you're up to here now. Oh. And I said, well, I've been stretching every day. <laughs> Who can That's stretch? an unusual compliment. I, I kind of thought so, too. I, I kind of took it. Um, anyway, so, John, have fun with your, happy. your socialite. And she's already, I mean, he's younger than the 81-year-old. So in that way, she probably feels like she's getting a deal. You know? Because he looks, I mean, John can play the guitar and he can sing. It's not walking fast, you know. <laughs> With all the nails and everything. All the nails. I can't imagine. I just, you're just, you're so, but this is so how, much of, uh, you know, people hate smokers. But it's this like is so how bad. charming John yeah, Mellencamp probably I is, you know. And, Do you want to know how charming Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are? Uh, I think I already know. They're pretty yeah. charming. Mm -hmm. But listen to what they did. So yesterday we had talked about the late night guys getting together and doing a podcast, um, Strike Force 5. 
to help pay for all their writers during the strike because they know these people are don't have money to sustain themselves. And so they were talking about it. The reason they did it was to make money for the people um, and help them out. But they said, um, oh, really? Is it that bad? Julia, you're Am not talking mic? in the mic. Yeah, you're off so mic off the whole mic. time. People are straining. Do you see well, everyone with their ear cups? they can't hear anything here. No, but they can right. hear better if you right. speak into the mic. But, but both... Matt Damon and Ben Affleck offered to pay each one week of their staff salaries. Aww. And he turned them down because he said, that's my responsibility. Wow. Well, don't um, turn down offers like that But isn't for people. that cool? Yeah. I, th- I thought that was kind of cool. So basically what they said in this is Jimmy Kimmel found being at home for as long as they've been at home, 100 plus days. And in the summertime, he usually takes the summer off and gets paid. And he thought... While he's home, he goes, you know, this isn't all it's wrapped up to be, and he thinks he's going to work longer than his contract. Yeah. Because he really doesn't... Or yeah. pay me more. <laughs> well, well, I, I kind of believe him. I mean, he's really, you know, still young, and he likes what he does. Yeah. So, I mean, you that, know, when he realized it more this summer. Yeah. I mean, I've had people, friends of mine, who are like, are you, are you ever going to, you know, quit your job? And- are you? You know, you know what? And I mean, every once in a while, if I get in like some kind of a, you know, thing where I get all worked up about something, I just think, oh, I could just travel. And I think, well, how many days a year can you travel? I mean, you got to get. I, I would be, I would be. I think I would be bored. Yeah, I don't yeah. have any hobbies. I have no inclination I know you don't. to have a She's hobby. She's gonna take a pickleball big time. I, I know. I mean, and so I think this is a fun job and I put that in quotation marks because I would be reading all this stuff I would be watching all the you know we like all the stuff that we talk about pretty you know I can't I can't see myself ever not talking about it so yeah. I can't either. You know, and I'm like, I'm not a teacher or i we kinda retired when we left corporate America and we left I you know, that's how it felt to us, like, oh gosh, we were, we retired yourself. early. Speak for yourself. Yeah, well, I know. I know. Oh, but it was such a relief not to have to do budgets, meetings, I, reviews, well, all that boring. You had one you had one employee. Still I had to do a budget and I a had review. 20. Yeah, Julia. But I mean, you know You let you you love this. I love it too. Yeah, but the corporate America thing ended when we did the radio thing because it was like, God, we can talk about whatever we want and just don't say those seven words and try to. Um, okay. How did they describe? No, try and be up. colorful and use other words besides. You work on your adjectives. Yeah, work on my <laughs> sexual adjectives. They didn't say sexual. that, I don't believe. Yeah. For okay, sure. we're going to take a quick break. We're at the Minnesota State Fair. Thanks for hanging out with us. Um, who's going to fight over this Amish donut? My We're going to keep eating it. Yeah, wow. that's your snack. That's your sugar rush throughout yeah. the day. Wow. Wow. It's right. amazing, people. Mm-hmm. All right. We are uh, Lori and Julia. We have Grant with us. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. We've been getting some questions from our listeners about divorce, Ann. And one listener asked us, what if my child doesn't want to live with me? Well, we have a saying in family law, and that is that when children reach a certain age, and that can kind of vary, there's nothing in our state laws, but as they get to kind of like 13, 14, 15, they can have a voice, but they don't have a choice. Think of it this way. If your child suddenly said, I'm not going to school, you don't let them make that decision. So they'll have some input on what type of schedule there might be, but they're not going to be the final judge on the issue. And what about moving out of state? 
Moving out of state is not an easy thing. It's really a case-by-case basis. I would encourage someone to talk to an attorney about it. But our laws really encourage, as long as both parents are actively involved, that the parent-child relationship is priority. So moving out of state without the other parent's consent is pretty tough. For a free one-hour divorce consultation, go to TresslerLaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. Oh, there was a lot of fun. It's fun, all the um, people that we've known. Our regulars that come uh, but, by. But even Quick shout out to my cousin people. Brian over there. Hi, Brian. Yes, love and, it. And your mom would prefer if we call her Vicky. Vicky, yeah. Vic- instead oh. of Victoria. Yeah, Vic- yeah, Vicky. My apologies. So we have learned that if you're coming to the fair, the Space Needle Tower is not operating anymore. Yeah. They're closing it down until next year. Oh, they really? needed a big part and they couldn't get it in time. Oh, all right. That's so, that's, that's like State Fair Intel we didn't know we needed. I know. <laughs> you know? I know. I have more for later. I'm not okay. going to give it to it all right now because you want to tell us about someone that you're Julia, you're going to be amazed when I tell you all the songs XYZ wrote. And I'm like, all right, I'm ready. Amazing. Right. <laughs> this is my this is my last. Well, because tomorrow there'll be a review, but I'm going to be concert Connie excited right now because. Niles, Nile Rogers, Chic, that's the name of his band. Lay Freak is the song that everyone knows, but he's opening for Duran Duran. And um, Casey sat uh, next to a woman on a plane who had just seen Nile Rogers uh, play in concert in Chicago. And she's like, My gosh, it was so much fun to listen to him because this guy has written so many songs so and he gets to, to perform them oh okay he gets to perform them with his, he wrote them okay with his band maybe leah can get the song that everyone knows chic and so Nile this rogers. isn't chic la freak this is the chic la freak this oh. is Nile rogers and maybe you could get that song la freak and so he's a true music icon and he's you know so not only a member of chic but he has produced and written so many pop classics over the years. Niall Rogers has worked, and he's done some songs for Duran Duran. They'll play together. Oh, okay. Okay. So he was working with George Michael um, on new material before he died in 2016. And then the following year, a reworking of the B-side fantasy was produced, and Rogers redid it, and it was kind of a hit for George Michael. People were happy to hear this great George Michael song, right. Fantasies. So, oh, I like that. And then, of course, you know, Chic, the song La Freak we just listened to. Um, I don't. You will. You'll get a pair of sunglasses if anyone knows why that song. What it is. Uh, what's what it's celebrating. Chic? That song, La Freak. La Freak out. Freak out the the dance song. Does anyone have any idea where that well, song originated? The idea, it's celebrating something. Well, she's a freak. No, no. Studio Fifty Four. Well, LBGT. No, Studio oh, Fifty Four. Yeah. Going oh. to Studio Fifty Four. That makes sense. And dancing and getting your freak on and doing whatever. I and get he, it. they okay. were. They, he was at Studio 54, New Year's Eve, 1977. It would have been right in the height. And um, It was only open for, like, what, three years or something? Yeah, something. Yeah. And Niall Rogers and his bass player were refused entrance. There you go. And all they wanted to do was go in and just freak out sure. and dance and have fun. And 
he'd been invited by Grace Jones, but she forgot to tell the doorman, let my buddy Niall in and his friend, you know, because it was real hard to get into Studio 54. Everyone wanted Everyone to get wanted in there. Everyone wanted to go. And the, the lyrics were originally bleep off, but someone talked him into, well, if you want to get radio airplay, absolutely change it to freak out. And it was number one, and it kind of is a, sums up the 70s in some ways, that and the Bee Gees. That song. Yeah. Um, he also uh, wrote and produced with Get Get uh, Lucky, the Daft Punk, the guys who wore the helmets on their head yeah. or whatever. But that song was everywhere in 2013. That was the song of the summer of 2013, Get Lucky. It's time to get, you know that song, oh, right? Yeah. It was number one all over the world. So that's Nile Rodgers. So he could do that song. Okay. He also uh, wrote and produced with Sister Sledge, we are family. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, that that's it was perfect. That became another disco staple. And according to Nile Rodgers, the verses of the song were mostly verba- verbatim how Sister Sledge was described by um, the record label chief. Oh, all right. And then Diana Ross, upside down. I mean, epic song. I hated that song. Oh, you don't like that song? I, upside down. Oh, that's such a fun. Inside out. All right. She was the on first on. big I just didn't star like that one. to work with Niall sure. and his other buddies. So. I thought that song was just kind of redundant. All right. I, I don't know. Good, good Times. That's another good chic times. song. That's a great uh, song. It, is it? Because I was thinking the pairing felt weird. Like Niall Rogers oh, with well, Duran Duran, but it makes sense that they wrote a song together because I oh, feel like these are two different audiences, sorta. No, not, no, no. Am I missing something? Yeah, because they're I, both kind of the same era, you know, seventies, eighties. Okay. But the Duran Duran, are you? Yeah, they 80s. wrote several yeah. songs: The Reflex and, okay. and Notorious. He also did that Duran Duran song, Like a Virgin, Madonna. That's he wrote that. Niall Rogers, um, he produced this song by himself. And he didn't want her to do the song. And then a few days later, he found himself humming the lyrics. And he apologized to Madonna. That stayed in my head for four days. We've got to make this thing bang. Yeah. Wow. And and so he did all the, the you know. And then David Bowie. So David Bowie went to Nile Rogers' apartment back in the day in New York City. Showed him a photograph of little Richard in a red suit getting into a bright red catalog, Cadillac, excuse me, and he said, Niall, darling, this is what I want my album to sound like. And the album and the song was Let's Dance. Oh, there you go. So, I mean, that is another yeah. epic 80s song. Yes, it is. And that was, of course, that was one of David Bowie's biggest hits. He had a concert tour called Let's Dance. Did you go to it? Yes, I did. In Arizona? I went to see that. Julia went out so much in Arizona, really you guys. I was 19 and 20 years old. I went As out you should. all the time. Yeah, that's amazing. I worked nights, waiting tables, pretended to go to school during the day, and then... Saved up and went to every. I just went to every concert. They weren't expensive, you know. Yeah, I know that. And that was a peak, like to see Bowie, and then you saw Rod Stewart. I mean, you really did see a lot of people. I saw Rod Stewart in L.A. Yeah, but still, I did. I did all this. Yeah, you did this. This is why she (laughs) doesn't go out now. This is what my kids always say to me. I'm like, well, when are you gonna? We're gonna have any grandkids, Mom? We've already experienced it. And I said, what? And they said, we were already children once. We don't know if we're going to need our own. <laughs> right. And I'm like, what does that mean? What does that even mean? That doesn't yeah. help you out. No, I know it. I've already experienced it. And I'm yeah. like, not really. 
Not until you're a parent. You right. have no idea. Oh. Anyway, so anyway, he, the shoot right. will be fun, and fun. they get they'll do covers, and then also right, Nile Rodgers. the Rogers, people who are going, yeah, he'll join in with Duran Duran. Mm-hmm. If anyone has an extra ticket, Rocco's looking for one. Is he? He see, just knew, texted us. These are sold out, huh? Uh, I don't think it's sold out. Is it? I think it is, Julia. They had a sold out show at Treasure Island in the like in June, and it right. got uh, it got canceled. Thunder and lightning right. put right. an end right. to that All fun, right. and that. Was like that's like maybe twelve or thirteen thousand people out at Treasure Island Amphitheater carrying over some of that crowd. Got beautiful, well, beautiful they didn't ever reschedule it, it. Yeah. so I I do think. And based on the row I'm in, and I waited a week to buy tickets. I yeah, I think there was more demand than you would maybe have imagined. Ever think of? Okay. Yeah, because awesome. people are excited. Like Sarah Rogers. She's like, we're going for chic. I mean, I'm glad about Duran Duran. That's why I said I felt like they were kind of different audiences. It was like the Shaka Khan, boys to men thing. Like, he kind of got a two for one. Yeah. You know? So. We haven't heard them warming up yet. Not yet, surprisingly, for almost four o'clock. Okay, I'm going to tell you guys something. The boys are staying at the Four Seasons, and they're so pampered that they probably are getting massages and drinking, you know, some kind of warm tea. And you know, resting their voices and resting their feet. They're putting their feet up. They're taking their compression socks. Oh God, off. you're so funny. <laughs> you you're so compression funny. Compression socks. You're so. Well, funny. they flew in yesterday. They might be puffy. And um, okay. speaking like someone who travels. All right, we've got to go. Yes. Lori and Julia here. We are live at the Minnesota State Fair. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back.